for all the news you need to know. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to welcome you guys to another fabulous episode of the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show this evening, you guys, brought to you by no other than your radio network, and that's YRN1328, available on iPhone and Android, so you guys can download and listen to for free. And I am excited, you guys. we got a new guest. Um, joining us this evening, as I told you guys, um, at the beginning of the year, we're gonna got, we have a lot of brand new guests, exciting guests that I'm, I'm thrilled to have them on the platform um, this year. So this evening, you guys, uh, we got special guest Alexis Taylor in the building, you guys, and she's um, Canadian born and raised singer, uh, but now she's coming to us live and direct from Nashville, Tennessee, you guys, and so I'm excited about having her on the platform and talking about her love and passion for music and all those great things. So if you guys are out there, at any time you got a question or a comment, uh, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number, and we will be happy to bring you on the line so you have your opportunity to talk to Alexis Taylor this evening, you guys. And as always, I encourage you guys to make sure you share the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those great things, and let everybody know that Alexis Taylor is in the building over here, you guys, with Bianca Fly this evening. And so we're not going to delay any longer you guys we're going to bring the lady of the hour right up on here on the platform so she can tell you all about herself and more you guys alexis are you there i am how are you i'm doing fantastic welcome to the beautiful butterfly show thank you for joining me thank you for having me i'm so excited Absolutely, absolutely, my pleasure. And, of course, as I told the folks out here, uh, Canadian, born and raised, and so now you're in Nashville, Tennessee. And so for the folks out there who may not be familiar with who you are, tell us a little bit about who is Alexis Taylor. Yeah, of course. Um, Well, I was originally uh, born in the town of Huntsville, Ontario in Canada, uh, that's about like three hours north of Toronto, uh, for those who aren't okay. familiar. Um, and so <laughs> I, I left there when I was about 18, um, and okay. I went to uh, school in Virginia for a little bit, and then I uh, ended up in Tennessee. And uh, I've been living in Nashville ever since, and I absolutely love it here. So. Wonderful, wonderful. And so what was it about um, visiting Nashville, Tennessee, that made you decide, you know what, I want to I call this place home? 
I just remember me and my best friend took a road trip from Virginia to uh, to visit mm-hmm. Nashville, and I just remember falling in love with the skyline and just yeah. all the buildings and how beautiful they looked against the sunset and just how kind everyone was and just very, yeah. you know, yeah. southern and welcoming and and just mm-hmm. very genuine. Mm-hmm. And and so I just said, you know, I, I need to move here. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yes, I, I know it, in my times of, of being traveling to Nashville, um, you, you definitely always feel like the warm embrace from everybody, you know, um, mm-hmm. when you come there and everybody, you know, makes you feel like you, you, you've been there uh, pretty much all of your life. And so, and of course, I know um, a little bit from your bio that you actually um, found your love for music at an early age. And so let's talk about that a little bit. At, at what age did you discover, you know, I kind of I like and enjoy music? <laughs> well, both my parents are actually musicians. Um, so I grew up in a very musical family. Um, my mom's a singer-songwriter, and my dad's a country musician as well. So they've, they've always done awesome. music. Um, yeah. So I really... I guess it was just in my blood, and I just remember always singing, and, you know, my parents would turn on the radio in the car, and, and I'd always know all the words, and I just remember them looking at each other and thinking, how does she remember all those words? <laughs> so it was, I guess it was just from as long as I can remember, I just, I always knew that music is something that I wanted to do. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And so for you, um, growing up, who are some of your um, favorites? Um, country uh, music singers? Hmm. That's a tough question because growing up, like in high school, I went through this phase where I liked, like, you know, that punk rock music. And, yeah. You know, I listened <laughs> to, like, a huge variety of, of just different stuff. Um, yeah. But, I mean, growing up, I listened to Shania Twain, um, another okay. amazing yeah. country musician. Um, and, you know, Faith Hill, Tim McGraw, um, Blake Shelton before he blew up yeah. into huge country now, um, <laughs> you know, all, all the classic, the classic country artists. I grew up on that really. Wonderful. Wonderful. And so of course, um, now um, you're out here and uh, just recently, uh, well, actually uh, in, in 2012 um, is when you, um, you talked about what well, you talked about your visit coming to Nashville and so forth. And then, um, you also went on tour um, with yeah. uh, uh, Doug Seegers. And tell us about that and how excited were you about that opportunity? Oh, it was such an amazing trip. It was honestly an experience of a lifetime. Um, I met Doug here in Nashville um, at one of my shows, and I had no idea who he was. And, you know, um, he had kind of approached me and asked me if, you know, I'd be interested in some recording together and songwriting. Mm-hmm. And, and again, not knowing who he was, I was like, okay, sure, why not? And and then, you know, I kind of found out slowly that he was like this huge sensation over in Europe. And um, and so he, he actually asked me to come with him on tour to open for him. And I was just, I was blown away. I mean, the amount of, I guess, uh, kindness that he showed me through the tour right. and just the fact that he just really did believe in me and well still does. And he believes in my music and, you know, there's a lot to be said about, about someone who, who truly does believe in what you're doing and supports you 100%. Right. 
Um, right. So the tour and everyone I met over there was just nothing but wonderful. And uh, even if they didn't know how to speak English all that great, you know, they they would yeah. come and they would meet me and they would try to talk to me and they were all just very sweet over there. Wonderful. And, and I know that had to be a great feeling, um, as you mentioned, for him to, you know, kind of give you that guidance and so forth because a lot of times when people, you know, they get out here, um, they're just kind of trying to feel their own way, you know, and making their own path into the industry. And so for people to, you know, take you in and, you know, kind of take you under their wing and give you their advice and so forth, um, it has to be um, a, a great feeling, you know, to, to receive that advice, especially from someone, um, you know, as well known as Doug is. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, for for someone of a, ge- a different generation to right. to see what I'm doing and, you know, believe in me and give me his, give me his respect even, you know, and, and ask me to even join him on tour. Like I was just blown away um, by that. So it was, it was definitely something, an experience of a lifetime for sure. Wonderful. And so for you um, getting out here and, uh, you know, performing at different spots, uh, what do you find, uh, to be the most rewarding about going um, and performing and interacting with other um, aspiring um, musicians? Um, I think some of the most rewarding experiences I've had here so far is, you know, getting to see artists that I've followed for a long time. Um, and, I mean, I guess this would be in Sweden. I remember in Sweden – I, I actually was on the same stage as another girl that I had, you know, followed for a little while, and I loved her music. And the fact that, you know, I got to be on the same stage as as some amazingly talented musicians, you know, I I feel like that's that's in itself a reward enough because because they've worked so hard to be where they are, and right. they're just the right. talent here in Nashville is incredible. So for me to to be on the same stage after them or before them, it's just kind right. of like it's a reward in itself because you Absolutely. Know, it's it's just amazing. Absolutely. And I saw where recently um you were a part of the writers on the rise. Um, that occurred in Nashville, and, and you got to hang out with um, other artists. And so what was that experience like for you? Um, you know, when you go to things like that, are you kind of able to kind of feed off each other um, and get, you know, advice and inspiration for, you know, what you have in store? Definitely. Um, a yeah. lot of times, I mean, whenever I get in the slump of not being able to write a song, um, mm-hmm. I'll go out and I'll I'll go to different writers events that that are going on writers rounds and and I'll really I mean I'm so lucky to to live here and and get to you know have right. music so accessible all the time. Um, it really right, helps right. when you know you are stuck. You can so easily get ex- inspired by hearing some other amazing artists. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. talent here is is incredible. So. I mean, going going to writers' nights like that um, really definitely does does help me in the writing process, and right, uh, definitely helps right. me as a singer songwriter as well. 
Wonderful, wonderful. And, and when it comes to um, your music and performing, uh, do you consider yourself to be a hard critic on yourself? I know uh, talking to other artists, they talked about, you know, how they're really, you know, put the pressure on themselves to, to do well and, and get their songs across. And so do you find yourself kind of putting a lot of pressure on you to, you know, get out there and give the del- delivery that you want? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. you are your own worst critic, right? So, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I definitely take that saying to the max. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. I feel like if you aren't hard on, your, on yourself, then right. you're not going to see as much progress. And, you know, right. I right. always try to set the bar high and and mm-hmm. see how far I can push past that. I mean, never in a million years did I think I'd be right. I'd be living here in Nashville and, and getting to play on Broadway and different writers' rounds and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's just it's a matter of of pushing yourself and and I mean when I moved here, honestly I only knew three songs. I memorized three songs and that was wow. it. And now I'm able to do a whole four hour set list. So wow. it really wow. you know, you always or I know for me, I always try to push myself as far as I can to try to yeah. be a better artist, be a better performer, and of course a singer and songwriter as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And what are some of the the challenges about getting out here? You know, getting your music out there, getting your your face out there, and name and so forth. What are what are some of the challenges um, about getting out here and, and sharing your music with other folks? Well. In Nashville, I mean, I've recognized, I mean, yes, there is a lot of talent, but it's very difficult to get lost in that because there are so many Mm. people trying to do the same thing. Um, Okay. So in a sense, I guess that that's one of the difficulties that I faced with uh, with moving here and and whatnot. But, but I mean, you just got to keep being persistent and and try to be the best artist that you can be and and make sure you're practicing as much as you can. And, you know, I, I mean, I have full faith that God has a plan for me, so I just got to trust in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how do you challenge yourself, uh, you know, being uh, surrounded, as you say, by so many um, artists, how do you challenge yourself to set yourself apart, you know, and and stand out um, uh, amongst other people? Um, I feel like I do that probably the most with my lyrics. Um, I know mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. people can get up and sing on stage and whatnot, but I mean, I try to make my lyrics as real as I can and right. try to really write from the heart and write about real things. Um, not necessarily even experiences that I've faced, but um, just in general, I feel like, you know, a lot of stuff on the radio right now, it's great, but the content of it as we're becoming, I guess, more contemporary with pop and everything. Right. It's just losing some of its meaning. So I try to keep my meaning in my song and still make it commercial enough that people still want to hear it. Absolutely. And and why do you think, um, you know, seeing that change that we've seen um, in in music all over, uh, you know, different genres, we've seen music all over over the years just change um, drastically, you know, so to speak. (laughs) Um, And so why do you think that is? Do you think that people, like you said, instead of giving us those those real genuine lyrics, we're kind of just going off of, okay, this is what keeps the, you know, this is what keeps the crowd going. This is what sells the ticket, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> well, 
I mean, in a sense, I know, I mean, when people get off work, do they really want to drive home and, and think and feel, um, you know, people, I mean, I know for myself, when I'm done work, I just want to just relax and, you know, not right. think about work and not think about anything else. And I feel like right. the repetitiveness of what we're hearing on, on radio today, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you really don't have to think because it's so repetitive and it's so catchy. Um, <laughs> and that's not moving anything true. towards any of the writers because so much yeah, is great yeah. on radio, but just right. the majority, I find, it's very simplistic and it's yeah, very true. catchy. So it's like you're not having to necessarily um, get very emotionally attached to right. it. Right. Um, right and right. and feel anything with the music, which isn't necessarily right. a bad thing, but um, but sometimes it's nice to put on a song and just cry. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. what I was just going to say. Sometimes, like people actually want to feel, <laughs> you know, some yeah. feelings when they when they yeah. listen to music. You know, sometimes you want to cry, and sometimes you want to think about like, okay, where's my life going? You know, where's my life yeah. heading right now? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Absolutely. So, and, and that's one of the the things that I, I've missed, and that's one of the things that I, I do like about your music is that, you know, you give us um, those, those real li- uh, lyrics. And, and speaking of lyrics, uh, one of the songs that I do want to play, uh, "Blame It on the Whiskey," which is probably like one of my faves. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> mine too. <laughs> so let's talk about um, "Blame It on the Whiskey" uh, a little bit. Talk to us about this song and how you came up uh, with. With that amazing title. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> um, I wish I had a better explanation on, you know, I had a bottle of whiskey <laughs> with me and I was just drinking, but no, it was actually, it was just an idea that came to me um, and I thought it'd be, you know, kind of a cool, cool twist on it that, you know, instead of me blaming it on the whiskey, um, it'd be, you know, that significant other that always seems to call you only when he's drunk, always seems to, mm, uh, yeah, you know, only, yeah. only ever talk to you when he really wants to come over, um, which I'm sure right, a lot of people, right. including myself, have experienced over the years. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. And, <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, a story behind the the whiskey, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, definitely relatable. I think I think most I think most of us, as I say, young gals, young women can can relate to that. You know, having that person like you like them, but they like only yeah. come around like when they're totally wasted, <laughs> or yeah, exactly. you know, it's like four a.m. and you're trying to sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's always absolutely. <laughs> Yes, 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 absolutely. So we want to play that song for the folks out here. And uh, we're going to come right back with more, you guys, from Alexis Taylor right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. This is Blame It on the Whiskey.
And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly, and that was Blame It On the Whiskey, you guys, by singer and songwriter Alexis Taylor, who is joining us this evening um, as well, you guys. Definitely love the song, love the lyrics. Uh, I, I think a lot of people are definitely going to be able to relate uh, to to Blame It On the Whiskey, Alexis. I think I think that one is a, a good one that's going to last this, the test of time. <laughs> And so, of course, um, for you and and going through this, and so now with the uprise of we're at a point where social media is hot and heavy, you know, we got Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, you name it. Uh, What are your thoughts on social media and how it um, helps? Do you believe that it helps artists to get out there or does it kind of affect them in a negative way, which means people, you know, they – they automatically, okay, well, I'm just going to go and, and download the music um, and, and maybe not necessarily go to a concert or, or so forth. Uh, do you, how, how, What are your thoughts on social media and how it affects artists nowadays? Well, I know for me it's definitely um, definitely helped. It's been a positive impact on my life. Right. Uh, I've right. actually gotten a lot of, um, I guess, offers for shows and stuff, mm-hmm. and people have invited me. Uh, through social media without even ever seeing me perform or hearing me perform. Wow. Um, So in that aspect, I mean, it's been very positive. Um, But I think if you you don't manage it correctly, then that's Mm -hmm. when it becomes Mm -hmm. a problem. Um, Right. And definitely run into some serious uh, issues if if you're trying to make yourself uh, out to be an artist or a singer-songwriter. Right, right, right. 
Absolutely. And, and, and the thing about it, especially um, for you guys out there who does uh, uh, follow Alexis Taylor, Alexis Taylor will make you want to get up every morning and put your best face on. You, she always looks fabulous. <laughs> on her Instagram, Sweet. Thank uh, you. you guys, absolutely. I'm like, okay, Alexis got on lipstick today. I'm putting on lipstick. I, you know, I haven't. <laughs> so you definitely have the the power to to motivate us women to to get ourselves uh, together and so forth. And so for you, um, how important is that interaction? You know, with your supporters, um, and your fans. Well, I mean, the interaction, I feel like, is the most important part. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today if right. I didn't have fans. Um, right. I mean, where I am, even in Canada, I've got quite a few different people who always make it a habit to come out to my shows. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I will forever be so appreciative of, you know, them coming out, their support, and, you know, their encouragement. Because at the end of the day, I mean, when you have that, ongoing interaction with those fans, they become more than fans. They become friends. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And that's really important to me. Absolutely, absolutely. And for you, um, getting out here and, and getting into those uh, modes of writing and so forth, and so how do you determine um, which song you want to actually put out to release so that folks are able to hear? How do you go about choosing which song you, you think has a, the, the right fit? Um, well, that's part, well, back to the worst critic part of our conversation. Um, <laughs> I feel like I definitely leave the song alone for a little bit um, okay. after I've finished it. And then, of course, I'll go back and, and I'll kind of pick away at it and see what parts I need to change, see what parts, you know, maybe I should rewrite. Um, and then what I'll, what I'll actually do is I'll usually Skype my parents and I'll play it for them. And uh, and I'll let them hear it, um, and you know, see if if they like it enough that you know I don't have to make any changes, and and then after that I'll I'll usually let my best friends listen to it and and mm-hmm. see what they think of it. So it's really like you know, mm-hmm. of course I have to be happy with it first, but okay. then I'll start kind of showcasing it to my friends and family, and you know, see if if they think I should change it, and you know, what I can improve on, and and that kind of stuff. Right, right, absolutely. And so um, for you, um, getting out here and, and, and being a female, do you find it um, difficult sometimes, to, um, you know, to get out here being a female um, in the industry? Have you had any challenges with that that you might think of? Um, yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's everywhere else, but I know in Nashville right. people – assume that if I want to write a song with them, that I want to date them. And that is not the case. (laughs) So um, that's probably my only problem, really, that I've faced. (laughs) It's like, no, I I just want to do music. I don't want (laughs) to. I don't want to do anything else. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, 
I would have too. Yeah, I would, and, and I was wondering about that. You know, the the professionalism of just trying to, you know, keep the two separate because a lot of times, you know, like you said, you're focused on, hey, I just want to make good music, you know, and they're focused on other things. So you know, trying to like, okay, you know, and so have you found yourself like having to kind of end end, you know, in some connections with people because you know they couldn't kind of stay focused on what they needed to be focused on. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> I haven't had to, to do that with, with very many people. But I mean, there's some people you'll meet that they just they don't just want to talk right, and right. you know, right. it's it's difficult to um, you know let that person go. But right. But you know, at the end of the day, I moved here for music. I didn't move here to start a relationship. So <laughs> I mean. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's kind of that's all I'm wanting. I just want to write good right. music and and sing some good songs and and yeah. So absolutely. And speaking of uh, of writing um, good music and, and so forth, and so um, getting out here, who are some artists um, that you would like to work with um, and collaborate with, possibly? Oh well, that's that's an easy one. <laughs> I would love, love, love to uh, one day work with Carrie Underwood. Um, she is just awesome. phenomenal. Um, yeah, her vocals she is. She is. I mean, are unlike anyone else's, um, <laughs> and I, I just think she would be great to work with. Um, she Absolutely. seems, I mean, on all the interviews I've watched with her and just video clips, you know, she just seems like a real sweetheart. So I would love mm-hmm. to work with her one day. Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. And, of course, we had um, a question coming from Jamie, and they wanted to know, um, uh, are there any chances of any tour dates um, that could be um, going on this year? I'm not allowed to tell that yet. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) It's top secret, guys. (laughs) For right now, but um, there will be be a there will be some dates coming up, um, and y'all okay. can check that okay. out at my website, which is just alexistaylormusic.com, or my Facebook page, too. Okay. Okay, okay. So she's going to surprise you guys. She's going to surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so definitely be on the lookout for that as well. And so, of course, uh, with it being a, a new year, uh, what are kind of some goals that you set for yourself uh, and for for writing and your music. Well, I've, uh, I actually have plans on finishing up uh, an album, um, so that's okay. actually where I'm headed later tonight. I'm gonna go. Uh, my best friend is a amazing musician, and uh, he is producing my new album, and uh, we're gonna feature at least five songs on it. Um, it's gonna be my demo EP album, so. Um, nice. So I'm really looking forward to that, and hopefully we'll get that out before the start of April. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think it's, uh, you know, it's, it's always incredible to see people, um, you know, take take a leap of, of faith because, you know, you mentioned, you know, you and your friend kind of taking that road trip and, and you leaving and going to a place and, and things just, just working out, you know. I know it probably has this 
you know, ups and downs and bumps in the road, but just seeing people, you know, being able to live out their dream um, is always exciting. And, and so for you, what would be your advice to those upcoming aspiring artists about, you know, getting out here and, and, and taking that leap of faith um, and doing things? Because a lot of times, you know, you, you have great artists and they're in their hometowns or whatnot. And so some of them know, okay, if I relocate somewhere else, things could potentially get a whole lot better. And so in your experience, what would be your word of advice for those, you know, aspiring artists about getting out here and, and paving their own own way? Well, I feel like something that, you know, was impounded in me from, you know, my mm-hmm. parents uh, is definitely right. just believe in yourself. I mean, Absolutely. that. That that goes such a long way, and I don't think I learned that until really recently. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's what you need to do first and foremost is just believe in your right. music, believe in and what you're singing. Um, right. It's so important to have that connection with the audience, and if you get up on stage right. and and you don't even believe what you're singing, how are they going to believe you? So right. I feel Absolutely. like that's probably probably the most important thing, and then just practice. I mean, right. That's that's also such a huge part of my life. I mean, gro- growing up in my hometown, I, like I said, I mean, I guess I came here knowing three songs, and uh, and after time and after lots and lots of practice and sitting down right. and playing guitar and memorizing so many songs, um, I'm right. now able to play. Lot a lot more different venues and a lot more different shows because of it, right. and and that's definitely something that that has made me grow as not only a person but an artist as well. Right, absolutely, absolutely, and 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 being with that is great to have the understanding of you know being able to believe in yourself and encourage yourself because I heard you mention um, earlier in the broadcast about how sometimes you know when you don't really have that writing bug, you know, and, and you are able to draw off, you know, the energy um, and, and vibe off of the people in your area because it's right there at you, uh, which is always a, a great thing as well to be able to, you know, draw that energy off of people and so forth. And, uh, you know, just being the fact of, like you said, bringing those real lyrics um, that so many of us miss and <laughs> and definitely and definitely love and, and definitely look forward to listening to, and so for you, overall, um, at the end of the day, what what are your hopes um, and your desires for your music and and what you do? Well, I'll never forget when I was about nineteen. Um, I was in a relationship with this guy and. Things ended mm-hmm. pretty badly. You know, we broke up, and I found myself lying on my bedroom floor and uh, listening to, you know, some old CDs that I had. And right. I just remember thinking to myself, you know, it was it was some sad heartbreak song or whatever, but um, I just remember thinking, you know, they got through it. So mm-hmm. what, make, what makes it any different for me to get through it? Like, I'm going to get through Absolutely. this. It's not the end of the world. Absolutely. and. Absolutely. You know, I need to keep my head up. And Absolutely. I feel like if I can touch people with my music and, and make them feel at the end of the day like they're okay and like right. they're, they're going to get because one other person, just one other person was able to, you know, come through, then, then I feel like that's, that's really all I want my music to do. I just, 
I want to make people happy and feel like they're okay and that they're not alone. Absolutely. And and I think we need that. Uh, You know, with so much going on uh, in in the world right now, emotions are like at an all-time high (laughs) on on so many different subjects. I I think that that's what we need, you know, something to let us know that it's going to be all right, you know, cry it out, do what you got to do, but, you know, get up the next day and and keep on pushing towards, you know, where you want to be. And and I think that's the kind of the inspiration uh, that we need, especially, you know, now. Uh, It's it's so much going on and and so many feelings and emotions are out here um, about various things that, you know, people need to know, you know, okay, I'm I'm, going to get through this. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, of course, for the folks out here uh, who uh, want to keep up with you, tell them where they can go as far as your website and social media uh, to keep up with you. Yeah, well, you can find me on Facebook, just Alexis. It's like facebook.com slash Alexis Taylor Music. Um, Same with Instagram, which is Alexis Taylor Music. And then on my Twitter and on my Snapchat, it's Miss Taylor Music. Sounds pretty simple. And I just love Snapchat. I, I I recently discovered it, and I think I'm kind of a Snapchat junkie. Like the filters and all that stuff. Just. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. absolutely. And, of course, uh, we can't forget about um, the other song that we have entitled Until, Until I See You Again. And so tell the folks a little bit about uh, until I see you again, was this um, a personal song for you, or did you kind of draw the inspiration from from different things? Well, I mean, it is a personal song in the sense of mm-hmm. I, I wrote it for a really good friend of mine. Um, okay. She okay. lost her, her daughter. Um, oh, wow. So it was coming up on the anniversary of, you know, her passing away, and we ended wow. up going to get for the weekend and try to mm-hmm. cheer her up, get her mind off of it. And I just, I woke up the one morning at like five o'clock in the morning and I couldn't sleep. And, you know, I had, it's funny cause I actually had thought about writing a song um, for her mm-hmm. in memory of her daughter. And, uh, and the same night that I kind of had this plan to do it, she approached me and, you know, sat me down and said, you know, I'd, I'd really like it if you could write a song about her. So, wow. um, yeah, the next morning I, I woke up at five, couldn't sleep. And I mean, I wrote, wrote down the entire song on my phone and, uh, didn't really, didn't have a guitar nothing like everyone else was sleeping. And I just, that was it. I just, I, I felt like all that I had to say was, was said. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those songs that I had to go back and, and rewrite. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And we're going to let the folks hear that, you guys. I'm going to come back and we're going to wrap up uh, with Alexis Taylor. Taylor. After this, you guys, this is Until I See You Again. Take your 
Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, 
take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly, you guys, and we are on this evening with singer and songwriter Alexis Taylor, you guys, and that was her uh, other song uh, that we played um, uh, tonight entitled Until I See You Again. Beautiful, beautiful song, uh, Taylor Alexis. And I, I think that, you know, one of the things about this song is that, um, it, it can connect with anybody who's kind of lost someone, you know, lost someone, um, or, or or been through things, um, and it, and it it's it's a healing song. It's one of those healing songs I, I like to call it. So I, I definitely love it, and I think that um, your message definitely carries out in this song. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, uh, I know earlier uh, folks were asking about the tour information, you guys, that top secret. It's, like, classified. So she's going she's <laughs> to share that information with you guys um, on her uh, web page and Facebook as soon as it is available. Um, and so, of course, um, now, um, as you mentioned, you're getting to work on um, your EP and all of those great things, and so uh, we are definitely looking forward to hearing more music, uh, more great things from you. Um, I'm definitely thinking I'm going to see you on, um, you know, the the award shows pretty soon. <laughs> so we're we're gonna put that out into the atmosphere so we can see um, Alexis Taylor performing live on the on the big screen. That, that would be exciting as well. And so, um, of course, uh, for you, uh, do you have any uh, final thoughts or words you want to share with the listeners out here? I mean, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the show. I really, I, I loved it. It was great. First time being on here, and I definitely hope to be back. Wonderful. I do. I hope you definitely come back. I would love to play more of your songs. So anytime, just just send them my way, and we will definitely play them over here uh, on the station. It would definitely be our pleasure. And you guys, make sure that you connect with um, Alexis Taylor. I'll be putting her uh, social media information out there on the Beautiful Butterfly Show page so you guys can connect with her and all of those great things. And so, uh, once again, thank you so much for coming on here. We appreciate you taking the time. And I know you're getting ready to head to the studio to create some more greatness. So, (laughs) I'll have to send you one of the albums once it's done. Yes, absolutely. I would love that. I would love that. And so I, I'm not too not too too far away from Nashville, and so I'm actually hoping to to visit Nashville again this year. So if I get that way, I, I'm definitely going to be looking you up. <laughs> I can't wait. Absolutely, absolutely. You have a a great rest of your evening. I'll be talking with you again soon. You too. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye bye. All right, you guys, that was singer and songwriter Alexis Taylor. You guys, make sure you connect with her. Um, you can go to her official website, you guys. That's www.alexistaylormusic.com, and you can keep up uh, with her upcoming events, um, albums, 
tour information, all those great things. So make sure you go and check her out there as well. And as well on Twitter, you guys, um, at Miss Taylor Music. Uh, you're going to see the pretty beautiful woman uh, with the backdrop. Uh, so make sure you connect with her and follow her and continue to support um, our wonderful upcoming artists. I think she's going to be doing amazing things. I'm excited what 2017 has in store for her and uh, just looking forward to it. So much appreciation to Alexis Taylor for coming over here on the beautiful Butterfly Radio Show. Um, definitely was a pleasure uh, to have her on the show this evening. And, of course, you guys, coming up on Thursday, um, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, we're going to have another guest. We're going to have Katrina Young Sosa. Uh, she is originally from Los Angeles, California, and she's coming to us live and direct from Atlanta, Georgia, and she's going to be talking her book, uh, talking about her book, um, You Are Queen. Um, so she's going to be talking about that and more, and I'm excited because she's all about women empowerment. Um, she's a life coach, so come on, get inspired, um, get motivated, all those great things and more, you guys. And so I hope you guys will come back and join us uh, this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the beautiful Butterfly Show. And I always appreciate you guys so much uh, for just tuning in, continuing to support what we do over here on the um YRN 1328 and more. So with that said, folks, we're going to get ready to get out of here. I am Be Fly, and we're going to go out of here, you guys, with some more Blame It on the Whiskey, one of my favorite songs from Alexis Taylor. You guys, see you guys Thursday. Have a great one.
the Beautiful Butterfly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network.